0: is sponsored by Olivado, who Barry and I have been fans of for years now. Olivado are the world pioneers of cold-pressed extra virgin avocado oil, the oil from approximately 20 avocados go into each bottle. Olivado are carbon neutral and will be carbon positive by 2023, which is very, very soon. They power their factory and truck by avocado waste.
1: Olivado avocado oil is packed with all the nutrition from a regular avocado, so it's loaded with healthy monosaturated fats as well as vitamin E and other health benefits. It has a high smoke point, which makes it good for cooking and baking, and so much more. If you want to order some Olivado avocado oil, visit olivado.com and you can get their amazing pressed extra virgin avocado avocado and lemon zest, or macadamia nut oil, or purchase them from Waitrose, Sainsbury's, Planet Organic, or Whole Foods, or many of your independent food stores.
0: I'm literally obsessed, and I cook all of my in Romeo's meals in avocado oil. Um, like it said, it's a high smoke point, so you can fry, bake, literally use it in any way you want to.
1: I even like drizzle it on salads and make salad dressings. Mm-hmm. It just has like a really delicious flavor, um, and it's a pantry staple in our house.
0: Hundred percent, always stocked with olivado. So, if you want to get yours, use code Forking Wellness for twenty percent off. That's
1: Forking Wellness for twenty percent off.
0: Hi guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Forking Wellness Podcast. It's just Barry and I this week talking about our mental health.
1: I don't think we've ever actually done like an exclusive mental health update or like our mental health journeys or I don't know, the whole journey or just where we're at.
0: I know. Hopefully people are interested.
1: (laughs) I feel like it's come up a lot in several other conversations, but it was never like an exclusive. We're going to talk about our mental health journey.
0: I feel like it's definitely something we don't shy away from. But like you said, we've never actually like honed in on it and discussed it.
1: Yeah, because we We've definitely like talked about therapy and each of our own experiences mm-hmm. with therapy but I've never been like hey this is currently how I'm feeling and what I'm dealing with mm-hmm. but yeah so we can kick it off would you like to start I feel like today or this weekend has not been the most enjoyable weekend for you I know, I know but... what? when
0: I was literally like 10 minutes ago before we jumped on I was like it's probably not the best night for me to be recording this because I actually feel so run down but um aside from that I actually feel like I'm in like one of the best places ever.
1: I love hearing that. Yeah, what, I
0: think. Who you saying? <laughs>
1: no, I was gonna say like, what about where you are feels I good? I think,
0: to be honest, the so where are we? We're in November. um So I was away in America in California for basically the whole of August, and that was such like a like a reset for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like it was just like. I was so I was happy before I left. Like I wasn't like in a down place or anything. But it was just such a like out of my usual routine. Like new headspace, new air, new environment. Like all we had to focus on was like eating nice food and having fun. And and it was just like I don't know. It just like fired something up in me. And literally since then, I've just been like I've been doing a lot of like self development work and self-care it's like cliche as that sounds No, I'm not um, at all. and just just actually and I've always come to terms with the fact that like you know when I say when you're were younger we're not exactly old but I feel like it used to be like oh when I get to this point then I'll be happy and then that'll be that whereas right. now I'm like actually it's just such a journey like I feel like the destination is almost the journey itself because totally. you don't one day be like oh now I'm really happy and that's that for life like, that no. doesn't exist.
1: And if you're always, like, focused on the future, then you're not, like, present in the moment. And be like, oh, when I reach this point, when I get yeah. there, it's like, hey, what about now? And I think you never meet that expectation of what that future is meant to be.
0: A hundred percent. Do you know what the biggest, like, telling moment was when we had our book published? Yeah. I was. I thought it was going to be this, like, oh, my God, I've made it. Like, I've got a book published, like work here is done kind of thing and I was like okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> literally I also just think looking back I'm, out. Like,
0: I'm of course so proud like I it was such a huge it was an amazing thing but it definitely wasn't that moment that like no. you me 10 years ago I was gonna have a book published I'd, I'd be like oh my god I can't wait for the day and it was totally. like it wasn't that
1: i also think like covid was just like a weird time for that and i just yeah. always think like it was just a weird time but actually like even more about the book being published what i'm most proud of, of that was just the actual writing experience
0: 100 like i
1: like ne- i mean like besides my dissertation and like uni work like I, it was just like it just showed me that like if i wanted to do something i could do it like i could mm-hmm. work full-time and fucking write a book like that's
0: what i was gonna say i was like we were actually both working full time and we just like did Smack it them out.
1: Yeah. yeah and we both found ways to just do it like mm-hmm. there was no if and or buts like we just set ourselves deadlines and we just like made it work and to me yeah. that just like should like that's what I'm actually really proud of like the publishing of it like yeah amazing the fact that it's on my bookshelf and like I can walk mm-hmm. into like friends and family house and like see it there or like yeah. hear the people are like oh I bought your book and I'm like oh my god really but it's it's the fact of like looking back and being like oh shit we did that
0: yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I feel like the journey is just so much more because that, that is what makes up your life. It's like, totally. so I just like, I set myself, I have this thing in my head as well. I'm like, do your future self a favor. So I'm just like constantly like working on myself to ensure that I can carry through like my positive vibes through to my future self
1: (laughs) I love that like setting yourself up for success I'm really curious actually when you say like the self-development work that you're doing like what does that actually entail
0: so I I really love learning like I literally love it um and I just haven't made time for it since having Romeo. Really, I've just stuck to what I've needed to do, as opposed to like Got what it. I also wanted to do. So I've just been listening to like so many more educational podcasts, reading books. Um, I'm like probably three quarters of the way through Happy Sexy Millionaire, which I guess like every time I would go on a walk, I'd just listen to music. Whereas now I'm at- actually using that time to like listen to stuff that's going to help me just see things in a different way and like develop more as a person and I'm working with Katie who's like really helped me kind of I don't know just spark more in terms of like working on my business more and actually like thinking okay actually I could make this bigger because like for so long I was like just plodding along thinking I just need to like maintain what I'm doing because like I'm a mum now Whereas she's like why can't you like wish for more and and i've got this whole thing as well where i was like i'm so grateful for the life i have like i don't want to come across as greedy and she's like you can still be grateful and like want more out of life like you can still dream big and try and go for those things
1: totally. and
0: i feel like i'm getting quite deep here but like my life
1: no, no no i like i love hearing this i think it's like one it's like sounds like working through like limited beliefs of like mm. I, I I have everything that I want like I don't need anymore it's like well actually you're allowed to want other things and you're allowed to yeah. pursue your passions and you know you can work hard and have that work pay off without yeah. it being a dirty word
0: that's the thing and like my biggest fear is getting to like my deathbed and being like I so wish I'd done that when I was like, yeah. like 30 40 50 like I think we all we all just think we're so old all the time and it's like yeah wait till we get to like we're actually like in the last decade of our life and we're thinking well now time actually has run out so and I can't do those things that like you know I really wanted to do or get out of life so and 100%. I just like this is just stuff I'm working on this isn't something that I'm like yeah I'm there like I've like you know I realize I'm you know holding myself back or whatever like I'm still working on this stuff but it's just allowing me to believe that I can do more and get more out of life
1: yeah exactly and I I, I don't think we'll ever get like there whatever there looks like
0: yeah exactly and it's like one day you might feel like you're there and the next you might feel
1: like totally (laughs) like actually
0: literally Thursday I was like it's a Sunday right now and on Thursday I was like it felt like a really not life-changing but like quite a big day like quite a big work thing came in um I finished this project I was working on and it just felt like a really I was like finally like all my efforts are like paying off and today feels like a really good day and then literally Friday Romeo got so ill and the last 48 hours I've literally had like one hour block sleep at a time and I like look like this um right but that's yeah. okay like it will change you know he'll get better and but I'm just like that is like how roller coastery life is
1: <laughs> yeah and do you think like all of this work that you've been doing has made you like able to roll with these kind of like bumps in the road as like I don't know how, how you dealt with them previously does that make it, sense it,
0: weirdly because like as you know I'm a very routine person I actually thrive off of routine and I normally get up in the morning do my workout shower get myself dressed whereas like Romeo's been in my bed so I can't get up and do that stuff and before I mean it's a little bit irritating but like before I would have been like oh my god like this is so out of my routine this is so frustrating whereas I'm literally just been like these next couple of days are gonna have to be a write-off like just Go with it, Sophie. Like he's gonna be attached to you for the next couple of days. Like, don't worry about like getting out for your walk or doing your exercise. Like, just chill out.
1: Yeah. Just like allowing yourself that flexibility. Mm.
0: And like I do not like sitting on the sofa all day. There's nothing I'd rather do less. But Roger wants to sit on the sofa all day at the moment and he's ill and I'm his mum, so that's that's what it is and I can't be annoyed at that
1: (laughs) yeah no and he's he's not feeling great so it's like it's how do you get mad at that like oh
0: yeah exactly I I know I wouldn't have been angry at him before but like I would have had that side of me being like I haven't done my workout today
1: (laughs) got it okay so it feels like you're able to like I don't know just like you don't get hung up about like the lack Mm. of routine and can feel like a bit more flexible and positive. That's probably like a much nicer headspace to be in. Um, sorry, I don't know if you hear Oscar barking. I don't know if he's going crazy, but um, probably a much nicer headspace to be in as well. Just like allowing yourself like a bit of forgiveness and just like flexibility
0: That's the thing. There's like, there's being motivated and driven and like having self discipline. But then there's also having the other side of like, actually allowing yourself to not be in this strict routine. And because I do all these things, because they make me feel good. It's not like I'm like obsessing over, you know, whatever. Or some might think I am. But um, but it's because they make me feel good. But I can't, you know, that's just boring, isn't it? I'm probably not going to be in this routine in six months' time because I wasn't in it. Well, six the
1: routine, months. yeah, and the routine might not serve you in six months. Time. Yeah,
0: that, that's the thing. So you've got to allow room for flexibility, as we always talk about.
1: My favorite word. <laughs> <laughs> literally, um, that's really good. I'm really happy to hear that you're in a very positive headspace. That Thank is you, like because really, really this really time good. last year.
0: I was probably in the worst headspace of my entire life.
1: Yeah, like, the postpartum. Actually,
0: yeah, I remember Romeo would have been five months old, and I remember at six months, um, his sleeping had just got progressively worse. Like I remember thinking, he's six months old, and he, his sleep is getting worse. Like I was literally up breastfeeding him every hour through the night. Like I just wasn't sleep. I was literally psychotic. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. Does From that give stage you? Stage a lot of like almost what's the word i'm looking for like perspective on like life now do you know what i mean like you know how like sometimes Um, like being in a really bad place can give you perspective um, and like i don't know like whether it is gratitude or just like how you view things now versus how you did then. does that make sense it's
0: it's, this is gonna sound so dramatic and i I don't want to offend anyone if i'm maybe using the term in a dramatic way but I, i feel a little bit traumatized from what i went through after having physically and emotionally um so i think the reason why i haven't dealt with these kind of nights well in the past whereas like i get frustrated that i'm not in my routine and you know i didn't get to do my workout etc is because i i have this like outrageous fear that everything's going to go backwards and he won't sleep again so whereas now i'm like actually it's just a few days like he's that when that's not where we're at at the moment so yeah now I can kind of look at that in a rational way but it's definitely taken me a while
1: yeah of course and I don't think you have to apologize like everyone's entitled to their own experiences and you're allowed to say something was traumatic to you that is your emotion so don't let anyone like (laughs) don't let anyone because no one went through that experience but you Hmm. Don't let anyone like try and tell you, oh, you can't use that word because this, that, and the other. To you, that was incredibly traumatic, and you're allowed yeah. to.
0: Like There's I was just so down far down. from what I'd ever known in myself. Like I, I didn't, I didn't want to be in my own body. I literally just remember thinking every day, I don't want this. I don't want to be here. Like it sounds, yeah. again, it sounds so dramatic. but no, no,
1: it doesn't. That's your experience. It doesn't sound dramatic at all. Um, I think that's also like the reality for a lot of mothers. And like, it's really good that you've spoken out about it because most people, people don't they show you what they want to show you and you know I think women tend to like bottle that stuff up because it's 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 also a compass with like a lot of like guilt and stuff like mm-hmm. during like and then yeah. you feel like you don't want to say that out loud because you know you have a really healthy happy baby yeah. and so it yeah. feels and, you, you know can't... some
0: people str- struggle to conceive like there's all these different exactly. factors
1: yeah exactly but like despite all that you still are allowed to say like that was traumatic, like a hundred percent. Like I think if anyone like if you listed the things out, like not sleeping, change of routine, like all of that is mm. very traumatic. But when you put it in the context, the motherhood it comes with these like weird things to so be like, well you signed up for this. And it's like, well
0: I know. I know, I know. You. Like, you wanted to have a baby. And I'm like
1: Yes, yes, it's still hard. but I'm still allowed to feel <laughs> this way. <laughs>
0: yeah, literally.
1: Which I just always find that so crazy. I just find people so crazy when they like. And honestly,
0: good. like I truly believe that if something's worth having, like you know, nothing comes without hard work. You know, those things that we really want in life, whether that be you know the big promotion, the new job, the relationship, like everything requires hard work. So. Yeah you can't just have something and be like well yeah like I wanted this so I have to just accept that like everything's hard and I can't talk about it
1: yes um there's this quote even though I don't know if it really applies to exactly what you were just saying um but it kind of reminded me of it I forget where what book I was reading self-developmenty whatever Mm -hmm. can't quote the exact book but it was like what you don't seek to change or what you don't change what you don't seek to change like you accept or something like that And it's like if you're unhappy or if you're like struggling with something like Mm -hmm. if you're not gonna do anything to change it you're just accepting the status quo and it's like I feel like in motherhood maybe it's like you feel like you have to just like accept that this is what life is versus like there's still things that maybe you could do for yourself to help you and things like yeah, that. I,
0: that's the thing. I was like, okay, this is hard. My life's changed completely, but like what small changes can I start to make that are doable, right. obviously, um, that can actually help improve my mental wellbeing again, while still being a good mum to Romeo.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where I heard that. I got to dig that up. Um, but yeah, that sounds, I mean, like, I'm I'm sorry that you went through, like, all that uh, very tough time, but it sounds, like, really great that you're, like, on the other side and super... Yeah, and it's like, I wouldn't
0: to- be working on myself as much as I am now if I hadn't been through that. So, in the long run, it's definitely helping me better myself.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. What about you? <laughs> um. Yeah, I feel like my mental health is in a really good place as well. I tie up, which like is not healthy, but I tie up like my mental health with my like success at work, which is like That's an awful thing where mm-hmm. like my mental health has everything to do with my like um, perceived success um, and just like output, which is an awful thing. I wish that upon absolutely no one and without getting to <laughs> I know exactly why it is. Um, Spent loads of time in therapy to, to unpick exactly where it is. I I will share it. And um, so as a kid, I was like very good at learning and picking things up. Like I'm a, and still to this day, like I'm a really fast learner. Like it's one of my skills. Like I can just like, someone could say something I could read, like I could just learn on my feet and so like i was quite like advanced as a child when it came to like playing sports or if i wanted to like do art just like things came quite naturally to me so i was always like kind of you know parents would say stuff and grandparents and just like you have this like label. It's just like oh yeah she can do anything like she's the gifted one and like as much as that's like nice to hear it fucking stays with you and then you feel like you need to overachieve to live up yeah to like live up to this expectation and like meet everyone else's even though no one cares what I do in life. Like literally no one um except for me. Um which is how it should be. But like I've just always put so much pressure on myself to like succeed because I've always been like, well, you're clever you you can do this. Like I don't know and like that we had like a gifted program in school is so stupid. Um but like you everyone got like IQ tested at a young age and if you like were over a certain number you got like one day a week like enrichment special classes so like everyone knew in school who the smart kids were. And like I literally used to cry myself to sleep in high school because I would be up studying so much cuz I was like I'm supposed to be super smart if I don't get the top mark then like I'm not living up to my like potential and it used to like keep me up at night um so I'm still dealing with that as much as I like try and uncouple I know mm-hmm. it's like such a it sounds so stupid and I feel like everyone's probably listening giving an eye I, roll no
0: not at all like, like
1: oh sorry you you're just like smart how poor you kind of thing but like it's not that it's just like I put so much pressure on myself it cripples me
0: no, that was, I know this is completely different, but, like, that is literally how I felt, like, when I was, when I was suffering with my eating disorder, like, everyone called me the thin one, and I was like, I have to maintain this, because, you know, I was proud of that title, because of, you know, what I was doing, going through, but, yeah, I was like, I have to stay there, because how embarrassing, right. if I'm not that person.
1: Right, that's so interesting, because it's the same, um... yeah like mentality it's like that devil voice logic that yeah and it's like well you could do more you could mm-hmm. start this business Keep you could going. do this yeah, exactly. going. like you need to, and I'm just like fucking exhausted
0: I know you're like, like, oh. <laughs> like stop telling me what to do <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I'm tired I don't want to have this but it's it's yeah I've worked on it a lot um and I feel um in a much better place now um, than I have like definitely in the past and stuff like that, but um, I'm still like constantly trying to like unpick this like self worth that. And I think a lot of people tie self worth into like other stuff, and it's not about money, it's not like success equals I'm, money. I'm exactly
0: it, the same, that has
1: nothing to do with that.
0: Yeah, I have this obsessive need to constantly be achieving something, like, yes, academically work-wise and it I swear it's nothing to do with the money I just want recognition for what I'm doing
1: oh my god that's the thing it's like recognition like literally what makes me so happy is someone and when you get it you're you're like I'll stop
0: like you're genuinely like embarrassed when someone tells you how good you are you're like no like okay but yeah that little voice inside is like okay next step like next thing
1: yeah, and, I like, I fucking – I sa- I don't – I'm really, really good at taking criticism, actually. Like, I actually really like feedback. Like, I get excited mm-hmm. when it's, like, that time of the year to give, like, peer feedback at work because mm-hmm. I'm, like, what can I improve? Like, a fucking nerd. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I actually just, like, when someone says, like, hey, that piece of work that you did was really good, I'm, like, oh, my God. Thank you so much. <laughs> like, Same so stupid though because no one like it's it's self-inflicted and no, like I can,
0: I can completely relate to what you're
1: saying it's it's mentally exhausting and draining and stressful and it's not anxiety it's stress
0: yeah and can i like, ask you
1: though yes yeah.
0: you say like a lot of your mental well-being is tied up in your success at work but if you were just like you know hitting out the park every single day like performing so well every single day but like maybe your friendships or your relationships were suffering as a result of that what would happen to your mental health then
1: yeah I mean like it probably would start to crumble but like I think I'd be really happy still Mm -hmm. but I think like I would yeah because friendships are really important to me and like I'm a very social person so that's super Mm -hmm. important but yeah I mean I probably would like start to feel it um
0: I just think it's like it's an interesting way of like maybe tying in other factors that make up your mental health
1: yeah and I got scared that I put work over other things um because mm-hmm. I could feel it happening sometimes where like I just like will open my laptop late at night while we're sitting on the couch and it's like Barry like you have a nine to five why are you doing this I know I,
0: I mean I don't have a nine to five so it's different but I do do that sometimes and Ash is runs his own business so he does it a lot as well but we'll both like say sometimes like oh sorry I'm working but we're always like that's fine like if that's genuinely what you want to do like but it, yeah. it is so hard to find a balance.
1: Yeah and I think that's one of the reasons like I don't actually think I want to work for myself exclusively because I think the pressure Never doing I just actually think I wouldn't be able to handle it. I think it would, like, eat me alive. And I actually think it takes, like, a really strong person to be able to do that and almost have that, like, separation. Um, I don't think – like, I think it would genuinely consume my life. I don't Mm -hmm. think I can handle it. Maybe now, like, in the future. Who knows? But, like, where I am now, like, I just don't think I could. Yeah. So – But yeah, I mean, other than that, it's fine. Telltale sign that everything's not fine is when my hair starts falling out. So we're all good. I don't have any.
0: (laughs) You've got that kind of (laughs) thing
1: that happens. That's like my trauma. Like I know, like, like you said, it's all relative to yourself. But like, was it now five, six years ago? That was so long ago. I had alopecia um, when my hair was falling out. And it was just linked to high cortisol, high stress levels, um, just, like, stressed about job and visa. And I had to go back to America mm-hmm. for a while. And it was just, like, this, like, awful time in my life where I was just, like, felt paralyzed because I just, like, couldn't work, like, physically couldn't work because, like, know, I wasn't I allowed that. to. Um, because, like, my – didn't hold the right passport to work in a, in, the, in the UK at the time. And then, like um, – I had to go back to America, but, like, I didn't know when I was going to get that passport back and I was going to leave right away. So, like, I didn't really know if I should be, like, getting a full-time job, like, working as a dietitian. Like, when I was, like, I literally would be here for, like, as long as I have to be. Anyways, then my heart- hair started falling out. And um, so then they say, like, once you have it once, you're really it's susceptible pruned.
0: yeah,
1: to coming back. So now I'm always, like, am I good?
0: Still there? <laughs>
1: you still there and like sometimes like obviously everyone's hair falls out like as in like you shed like
0: hmm.
1: if you have long hair your hair is everywhere or at least all mine time. Is. yeah and then I was on holiday actually recently and I was just like twirling my hair at dinner or we were at the bar or whatever and then like I just looked and there was like a small clump of hair in my fingers and I freaked out that literally that
0: happens I- to me all the time
1: I just think it's, like, you get, like, dead hair and just, like, you, when you play it with just, your hair. Yeah, you, like, it just, like, wraps out. up.
0: And especially, like, I always think yeah. if I go to the hairdressers and have it curled and I do that, like, like, quite a lot of hair comes out.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it was fine. But it was just, like, that was, like, a rain it in, Barry, like, yeah. check yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: yeah. know, it, it is very, very important to check with yourself. Because I think you, like me as well, we, I don't know, I don't know how to put it, we kind of just, like, hold it together for as long as we possibly can. Yeah. And then, obviously, like, for you, your hair starts falling out. Like, I have a mental breakdown. <laughs> like I, mean, I just I... feel like we are people who try and hold it together on the surface a lot.
1: Totally. I'm, like, the queen of, like, get your shit together and smile and don't fucking break. Yeah. Or, like...
0: I, feel, I feel like I'm not so good at that since having a baby because now I'm just, like, all over I the place I don't think
1: it's a... I don't think it's a good thing to be there. like I don't think that's like a good attribute of myself like I actually think like being realistic I feel like it's bittersweet
0: to be honest because I mean literally before having Romeo I was not an emotional person at all I now consider myself quite an emotional person (laughs) um but I don't and I know like you don't deal that well with emotion yeah no so I always kind of think well I don't really want someone to break down in front of me so I'm not going to break down in front of something else someone else yeah Um, whereas now like I am actually a lot more emotional and like like I'm very open to people breaking down in front of me because I just I don't know I just have like this new like level of emotion but like I do remember crying in front of you once and you were just kind of like
1: oh oh no when was this (laughs) (laughs)
0: it was <laughs> so long ago it was literally so long ago i don't even know i can't for the life of me remember what was wrong with me but you were so sweet but i just remember thinking like she's this not
1: yeah <laughs> oh i'm so sorry i can only like no, Daisy, imagine what my body
0: have, but let me like also like add on to that that since having romeo you have just been literally the most incredible and supportive friend like you came to his first birthday party and you don't have a kid like Literally. oh my god I had
1: so much fun I'd do anything to support him oh <laughs> support him. no but
0: you're literally just like and you've just always been so understanding and I know that that's and this isn't like a bash at any of my other friends that don't have kids but like it's very difficult to be understanding when you don't have a baby yourself and you've just nailed it and I don't really know Thank how because I, I wasn't appreciate that, that. my friends when I didn't have a kid
1: I think um, first of all I just also think you've always been like really open and honest so I, do- I think maybe people aren't always as like honest about the reality of having children so I think it forced me to like um understand from maybe a different perspective that I hadn't before because again people only tell you what they want to tell you kind of thing and if you don't know the full story then it's like you can only give so much as what they're giving you so I also think like to any new moms like actually just like i think it was really helpful that you were so open and honest with like everything you were going through because then i knew how i was where i was meant to be whereas Mm -hmm. like you're not if like your friends are like how is everything you're like i'm fine i'm fine then it's like what well what do you expect that person to you back um so yeah but also i feel like i'm an empathetic or a sympathetic person but like maybe digitally as opposed to in person
0: if anyone's listening who is really good friends of barry i hope you're taking that
1: <laughs> if you need me like text me
0: <laughs> let me assess the situation and maybe we can jump on a call <laughs> but don't come over
1: <laughs> don't just show up unannounced <laughs> but like tell me you're gonna facetime and i'll be there <laughs> It just needs to like mentally prepare <laughs> yeah that's so funny um no I'm just yeah emotions don't yeah they don't come easy to me um no. I wonder if that will change though what when I have kids if I have kids yes, I'd like to but will, yeah, will all would, of that I, I, you know?
0: yeah I'd be very very interested
1: um yeah I could be like a little bit of a social experiment just like how much hormones do fuck with 100%. your head <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's
0: weird though because like theoretically I'm not hormonal anymore like you know he's 17 months old almost but yeah I'm just I just find myself getting so emotional over things
1: do you think that has anything to do with breastfeeding
0: I don't know it could do because I know that like because you, you still stop produce some of that
1: hormones no
0: yeah yeah so I'm i am still like things like oxytocin and you know things that kind of ramp up when you're breastfeeding um, but I'm not breastfeeding that much anymore so I don't know if they'll like just slowly level off and then I won't notice or if some got people it. do say they feel very emotional giving up though because they haven't got because oxytocin like right. a happy hormone
1: and yeah that,
0: like massively drops
1: got it oh yeah that could be yeah when you're used then it's like lots of cuddles I know cuddles help with oxytocin yeah or like yeah um there was like this meme before, and it was like some people just love like just to have someone next to them and just like be touched, like whether it's just someone like touching your foot or just like stroking your arm. Like Mark is because it releases like oxytocin, and Mark definitely has this. And I'm like the opposite, where I was I'm like six feet two, um, <laughs> and yeah, it's a real thing. Like people who just like crave oxytocin.
0: What? there's that stat isn't there that if you hug someone you love for 15 to 20 seconds it can reduce anxiety that's
1: by incredibly 30... long time <laughs> you just sit there
0: <laughs> but you can reduce anxiety by 30 percent
1: yeah that's true
0: surely it's worth the touch no <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm just like... actually trying to think like that's a very very long time now <laughs>
0: You're like, don't tell Mark about this stuff because he's just gone on a cuddle for 20 seconds.
1: I'm going to... I think maybe it's not that long. To count. I'm maybe gonna it's like 10 about. seconds. Okay, I mean like... I don't know, but
0: there's definitely research behind it.
1: Yeah, no, I totally believe it. I'm mm-hmm. just saying like, maybe it's because the height difference. I'm just thinking it's not that comfortable. <laughs> to without, like I'm on my tippy toe. <laughs> I actually don't know if I could hold that position. (laughs) Maybe you have to be a seated hug. Yeah, Um, maybe you
0: can sit down and experiment. I'll it.
1: I'll let you know. Um, But anything, any tips that you want to give people when it comes to their... or things that really help you um, at the moment or have done in the past?
0: I think find things that you can identify that really help your mental health. Because I remember I used to, with like exercise... I would just have it in my head this was pre-pandemic um, that I should go to the gym and exercise and I didn't necessarily feel good doing it because I actually didn't have a clue what I was doing every time I walked into the gym I just felt embarrassed and that I didn't know what I was doing there so I'd kind of stick to the corner and just like lift a few weights and then since actually finding these low impact exercises that I love like it brings me so much joy the workouts that I do like I feel amazing I feel energized after doing them I'm like hyper mobile so I'm much better when I'm focusing on, like, strength exercises, not, like, running around doing, like, I don't know, something that could pop my knee out of place. Um, And so, like, that makes me feel really good physically and mentally. That might not do anything for someone else. Someone might get so bored doing, like, low-impact exercises. But I think just, like, find stuff that you can identify makes your own body feel good. Yeah. so important. And I know that, like, I don't know if you do hip workouts anymore, actually, though, but I know you used to kind of thrive off of them
1: um i'll do sometimes i like crave it actually sometimes Mm. i feel like i have so much energy some days and i just need to do something like that i don't do like hit hit workouts but sometimes i'll do a workout class at the gym that's more um it's not hit, but it's more like jumping around than it's not a pilates class it's like a weight class but i don't know if it's considered hit. but it's just like a weighted class um but, yeah, sometimes I just, like, get that, like, need. Um, but I'm not, like, doing, like, t- yeah, the hit workouts that I used in no mm-hmm. way. But sometimes, it, like, I think it also is, like, around my, like, cycle. I should really, like, track yeah, when I feel that way. Yeah, like. that's,
0: that's interesting as well. I definitely, like, when I'm on, like, honestly, I've only had two periods since having Romeo. But they have been fucking painful. Like, and I will make a point. Like, I always plan it the day before. I'm, like... I'm not going to be on my feet. Like I'm actually going to lie down on the mat and do some like stretches or low impact moves. Like, yeah, just like, I even know the night before I am not going to feel like dancing around and doing some bar class the next day.
1: Totally. And actually I've, I've been tracking my cycle on flow for the past, like I think two years now coming up on two years. Yeah. Um, Which is great. But like, I've actually just learned so much about my, Self, just from like tracking and being like, okay, I just have my periods. I'll ovulate in two weeks. It just like my mood as well. Just like being like a lot more in tune. It's like just really helped me be like a bit more uh, in tune with my body when it comes to like what workouts I want to do, what foods I'm craving, how tired I am, and then not like beating myself up over if I feel like stupidly exhausted. It's just like, oh well, like actually, you're about to get your period. So like maybe it's it's more than just your self you know it's your body preparing so. for and something I think there's
0: so much in it like I honestly like I was just could not stop eating for like five days straight and I was like what is going on and it was literally because I, I was coming on my period
1: yeah and I feel like in a weird way that's really helped me whether it's with my mental health or definitely. just like definitely I agree yeah I don't know why. understanding
0: your body there's so much power in understanding your body and I think that's also why I struggled so much when Romeo was born because I felt so disconnected from my body like yeah, I didn't' you know
1: were so behavior. attuned to your body yeah I was it. so
0: like even throughout the whole of my pregnancy I was so in tune with what was going on and what I needed and then like yeah it was just 24 7 breastfeeding and I just was exhausted and couldn't keep up and I just was yes. like I don't understand I can't actually i felt like i just couldn't give my body what it needed basically
1: this might be a very personal question you might not have an answer for this but if you have another child will you Mm. go through the same breastfeeding journey that you did with romeo or would you do things differently or like you would just like see how it goes and see what that child would require kind of thing or yeah i
0: think every baby is so different um so I, i would kind of part of me thinks i should probably have a little bit of therapy if I ever thought about having a second just to I don't know help me in some way prepare for it because I don't even know because when my friend actually asked me this the other day interestingly and I was like I don't know because all I needed to help cure my mental health at that point was sleep and it was impossible mm-hmm. to get so I was just at a dead end basically there was just no solution to help me feel better so, like, what do you do? <laughs> like, what would I do if yeah. I like, couldn't get... But I, I'm not even... Ex- I know mums really struggle with their sleep. And, I, like, I have some mums who follow me who's, like, kids is over one and they're still not sleeping. So, like, God knows how they're doing it. But I, I'm not exaggerating when I say I did not have more than three hours sleep at a time for eight months. And it's, like, even when, like, Ash or my mum would step in and do, like, a pumped bottle... I was so engorged all the time because I was producing so much milk because he was feeding so much that I would have to wake up and pump, pump because yeah. I was just so engorged. My pain, my boobs were in so much pain.
1: Yeah. So
0: it was just impossible to get a proper night's sleep at that point because he was feeding so much.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think, yeah, I mean, I think that's why a lot of women do opt not to breastfeed because
0: yeah.
1: for some women that just, you it's, know, that's yeah, it's not, not there.
0: Yeah. And now that, you know, I'm still breastfeeding and from nine months, which coincidentally was when he started sleeping, I loved breastfeeding. Like, it just, <laughs> it was so easy, like, and even now, like, it's such an, in, like, it's so not inconvenient in my life, because it's literally once in the morning, as soon as he wakes up, and then, you know, there's no commitment for the rest of the day. So it's literally easier than ever. But to get to this point, I went through all of that. So yeah,
1: yeah, And uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I know some women like family members of mine who just say like I don't want to breastfeed um because I kind of want to be able to give my child a bottle or have my partner mm-hmm. give him, her, him or her a bottle so I could rest a bit because it is just like exhausting um the
0: mums I I know who are formula fed haven't experienced the same issues that I had they, they've felt other stuff hard like I'm not saying they've had it easy just because they formula fed but it definitely comes with different mental health issues when you're breastfeeding exclusively
1: yeah I just think you're on demand yeah you're on someone else's time not yours yeah <laughs> it's really hard I was just curious maybe that was too personal or too deep no not but at all no it's
0: definitely something I think about a lot and I I genuinely can't decide in all honesty if I if I would go there again
1: Yeah, I mean, like your body will tell you when you get to that point. Yeah, Um, I'm
0: such a huge believer in what's meant to be will be. So
1: exactly, I completely agree. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. That went
0: so quick. I actually had no idea how long we were talking for there because I knew we were going to make this a short episode. But yeah, we never.
1: (laughs) yeah episode with us we just getting so many tangents but i hope you guys enjoyed that and um we can also link some resources in the show notes Um, and yeah reach out if anything that we said resonated or didn't would be nice um and (laughs) we'll speak to you guys next week
0: thanks guys bye